Hey, I'm Lex. Hey, y'all. I'm Sid. And this is the New Chitlin Circuit. We review indie, low budget, and directed TV black films. So, what we watched this week, Sid? All right. This week, we tuned in to Netflix rom com Always a Bridesmaid, written mm-hmm. by Yvette Nicole Brown and directed by Trey Haley, who we just recently <laughs> found out. Also directed one of our um, most c- critical uh, <laughs> films. That we, I, don't, I don't even know how to explain this movie, but Man the, in 3B is what he also it's directed. It's okay to say we hate Man in 3B. Okay, because we okay. do. I, I hate and it. And I know I'm gentle on the movies we review, but mm-hmm. when we get around to talking about Man in 3B, I'm going to scorch it. Yeah. <laughs> Light <laughs> so it up. It, it was quite a surprise to learn that the the same man who directed that directed this. Yeah. Before I even knew that who the director was. Mm-hmm. Mostly my, my issues with the movie were about directing. And I thought Yvette Nicole Brown did a pretty decent job in writing. Yeah. Um, the movie, like the story itself. Mm-hmm. It followed like, you know, like a good like rom-com, I guess, tempo for the most part. Okay, like who's the protagonist? When do they meet the love interest? Their love mm-hmm. montage, breakup, yeah. grand gesture, get back together. The whole it was all there. Yeah. It followed that that <laughs> that beautiful template laid out for us decades yeah. ago. And I liked it. You know, I liked that part of it. Mm-hmm. Um so like you said, I mean that's the general we were following the lead character, what's her name, Sid? Her name is Karina James. Um, she's ah, yeah. like a, a budding author, authoress, which we've explained authoress. authoress. <laughs> she had explained that before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she works for her father, the incredible Richard Lawson, uh, married to Miss mm-hmm. Tina. Um, I enjoyed him in this movie. I, I thought I didn't know he was in it until I saw him, and I said, yeah. oh, heck yeah. Richard, Richard Lawson. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, yeah. yeah, he's in it. It's just so it's Karina James. She, like the title says, she's always a bridesmaid. So we open up, she is a bridesmaid in her 13th wedding in however many years. Um, and she and her friends are all over it. They're like, come on, sis, like, we need to get you back out there. You don't have to keep being a bridesmaid when you can be a bride. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like, yeah. come on, hashtag wife her. Where the boys at? That should have been the subtitle the of the movie. Essential thing. She's got this age 29 anxiety right about <laughs> still being single and you know unsure if she'll ever be able to love and like have a forever uh-huh you know yeah so in comes uh what's the guy i just know him as khalil mm. from black lightning yeah what's my note because i have him as um killmonger jr because that's his current character on black lightning <laughs> <laughs> uh jordan galloway who is oh, my yeah. god my God, my God. When I tell you, Fine. like, that man is, is literally, I, I don't have words, to be honest. And I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's, those are the words I have. And I'm gay. Look, <laughs> but not for him. As Kim Parker Mm-mm. would say, girl, he is fine. He is, he is one beautiful man. And yeah. they, he's the love interest for Karina and she just most of the movie is her trying to warm up and trust and and just mm-hmm. be able to love openly and freely. That right. that's the so like they right. So it's like they kind of have they had this previous non relationship type 
situation going on. So they have known each other since college. They, you know, graduated however back when, um, but never mm-hmm. really like knew that they both crushed on each other, which is, I mean, I feel like that happens a lot. So if you're out there, boys, and you was crushing on me, but I didn't know it, let a girl know. It's all oh. good. No, Cindy, I'm going to I'm going to do you a favor because you do this for me. Um, So, yeah, fellas, we're talking H.U. 16 up until we'll extend it to H.U. 19 for generosity. You never know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If you graduated from Howard University between 2016 and, 20 and 2019 and uh-huh. you saw Sydney biking up the hill and you had a crush and didn't say anything, <laughs> please hit us up. At the new chillin circuit at gmail.com. All right. I got wow. I feel so um <laughs> hmm, what's the word? I feel so I feel so raw. I feel so <laughs> <laughs> look, hey, you did it for me last time, and and no, Melinda Williams hasn't reached out. Uh Jill Scott has not said anything. I'm surprised by that. I mean, um, I did we'll at see. her in our last I like in our first IG post, and you know, so she saw it. Yeah. Cause she was, we'll you know, see. I did, but we'll see. Okay, I just so want there's... her to know she has a fan in me. Wow, just a fan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nevertheless, let's. Nevertheless, let's get back into so this. yep. Um, if the boys are crushing, just let us know. Anyway, so yeah. they were they've been crushing so, on each other, <laughs> and they're trying to get back together. Right. So the, it, it's a simple story that the movie's trying to get to us about mm-hmm. learning to love and just about women struggling with like this concept of needing to be married and like a wife wife right a wife so the the good things i liked about the movie i have a note everyone looked really good yes i was that's one of my notes too all the friends were cute like all the guys were cute for the most part the hair mm-hmm. was good too. I'll say the hair was, you know, it wasn't bad. Week segment up top. Week segment up top. The hair was. I feel like because most of the girls, they just, I mean, they had just like either good wigs or the the main character. I feel like that's just her hair. She was just wearing her natural hair. It seemed. Like I think to so. Me. Yeah. Because it was the movie spanned the timeline of the movie was about a year, and uh-huh. her hairstyle didn't change. It did, which is unlikely for a black woman. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Actually, you know? yeah. Something changes up within a year, just for the summer, you know? You know, so get, get you some braids in the summer, you know. I'm going to wear my yeah. twist out for like a week or two. Then I'm, I'm going to puff her <laughs> up for a little bit. You're right. I don't just, you know. <laughs> Got to keep them guessing, as they say. Yeah. So I want to get down, because I want to talk about romance in movies, mm-hmm. is what I want to do. Okay. Here's, here's what I have. My biggest note is just about the premise yeah. of this. Which is not a flaw in writing. It's just what I want to talk about in terms of the the statement that the movie makes on romance in general. Mm -hmm. I think a part of what was plaguing Karina, because she felt so, how do you, she felt behind and just like, yeah, she felt less than. Yeah, right. Like her friends have all moved on. They have, like, they're all married. They have their partners. They're starting to have kids. And I'm just being Mm -hmm. asked to be a bridesmaid. Ain't nobody asked to wife me up yet. Precisely. And I find this thing, because this was, I have a note that says, oh, damn it, it's a Jesus flip. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Yvette is playing like her pastor slash therapist, so it is Jesus flick. This is, the Lord is in this movie. (laughs) Yeah, he's top build. God is top build. God is in this, yes. (laughs) 
And I think a lot of times when I'm, I'm from the South and there are a lot of single women in my family. And a lot of times I think when it comes to romance and wanting to be a wife, Mm -hmm. people get down to looking at it a little more like a transaction than like developing deep bonds with people. Right. And I think that was Karina's problem. She focused so much on the relationship itself and not only was it a problem of the character, but the movie itself framed all of the characters. Like, the key part of their personality was whether they were uh-huh. married or single. Well, I right? think that was that was the trope that she might have been trying to go for, because that's what the movie is about. It's like so. It's it's the two. It's like you know, the two families. So it's you either in a married one or you in the single one. So, like, how do you mm. divide and how are you, like, how are you being shown as, like, the married couple who's happy, I'm trying to set my girl up on a day, you know, we'll do some couples trips, or the single girl who's like, all right, I'm trying to be an author, and I don't got time to be, like, looking for a man right now, and I'm going to just yeah. swipe through some dating apps and do it like that. But see, that's what I disagree with. Like, uh-huh. in this climate, in this time, and in the wake of getting a character, and I know she's problematic, in the wake of getting mm-hmm. a refreshed Nola Darling in the past few years. Ooh, okay, yeah. It's hard <laughs> it's hard to watch a woman, like a successful woman, feel less than because she hasn't found a man. Oh, that's it's yeah, hard. That's a good point. Because it's not it's not accurate of the times. Yeah. Or like at the she's so there's one scene she's at a wedding, of course, because she's right. always a bridesmaid. Um, she's at a wedding and she's just like like drooling over the bride and groom's uh-huh. love. Yeah. And she's like, we are looking at pure, true love. And I'm like, well, girl, this is a couple on their wedding day. You're looking at newlyweds. This is yeah. the cleanest, prettiest form of love you're looking at. <laughs> right. And it's like she never got around to really addressing the fact that having a lifelong partnership, a lifelong relationship mm-hmm. is not that pretty. Like, if it's day to day, it is not. And the movie turned a blind eye to that, too, because the only time we saw the married friends, all they were doing was just being cute and married. Being you never saw yeah. them really get into it. And to close, I would like to bring in. <laughs> and on this TED Talk, I would like to. Because <laughs> I had a lot of thoughts. You know how I feel about straight people. <laughs> <laughs> to close, I would like to bring in a parallel, a straight movie you know I love, uh-huh. which is very similar to this movie, Love Jones. Okay. Also set in Chicago. Also set in Chicago, true. But I, I don't know, love, because we saw the conflict in Love Jones and them trying to like fight, you know, each other and like the tug and pull of like love or whatever. We yeah. didn't see that in this movie. Oh, That's okay, duh. I just proved your point. <laughs> Got it. That's what I'm saying. So <laughs> okay. like even when you talk about having the married friends in Love yeah. Jones, um, Isaiah Washington. Oh yeah, and Siobhan, what was his name? Savant. Sav- Savon or something like that. He and his wife, you you see them be really cute and like him defending her and like talking Mm -hmm. about her all the time. But you also see the scene where, you know, Darius comes up to the house just to hang out and she is cussing him out. (laughs) She is getting in the cab. She is taking the child. They are on the way to their mama house because I've had enough of you. Yes, it's about showing more. Karina couldn't see past the romantic bubble of love yeah. to see the nitty gritty or maybe that was also like the nitty gritty maybe either. it was purposeful because a lot of the movie is through like Corinna's lens so maybe her just mm. way of like looking and like viewing how like relationships and love is quote unquote it's just in this like you know 
a glass jar, like cookie cutter type way. And that's probably why yeah. they couldn't get past that because it's all through Karina's lens. I'm, I'm trying to give Yvette a little credit. I don't you know. know, maybe so. I would, I'm willing to accept that. But mm-hmm. here's the thing. Even after she falls, of course, inevitably she falls in love, you know, yes. her and Mark fall in love. Mm-hmm. But even after I knew, like I can pinpoint and name and just know why Mark loves her. Like yeah. I get his connection to her, but I do not understand. No, I'm sorry. The other way around. I get why she would love him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he fine. Uh, he got a good job. He seems nice. Wait, I'm twisting it up. Let me read what I got. <laughs> got it okay no i see why he loves her because it's all through him he is really acting this out and like the nuggets in the writing about him gazing at her back when they were in college mm-hmm. and like him like being so open with her and trying to like flaws and all love her love her right but in the end i don't see why she liked him other than him checking the boxes that every 30 year old black woman is just worried about is mm-hmm. he fine literally quote from the movie he's articulate educated and fine okay <laughs> but are you connected is, is that to not him? what you want i don't get it is that i'm <laughs> that's base level that's so basic those are three criteria for eating dinner with someone yeah. those are not three criteria for, for spending someone. your no, life i agree you need a connection. And that's what I was missing from her. Mm, they wasn't connected. That's my pair of pennies. Where you at? Wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wow. That was great. Um, where do we even go from there? I feel like you just, you really get, gave us a nitty gritty on love just now. We are. Because <laughs> you know what? You should go watch it. We will what? never cover this because it's white and not indie. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> Portrait of a Lady on Fire. It's on Hulu. It's in French, but there's not a lot of dialogue. Okay, this sounds white. <laughs> it you know I don't want to see all of that. Lesbian yearning, and okay. that is what when I find a straight movie that I a straight romance movie I like, it's because uh-huh. it has some level of longing, and like you can see and feel the connection between okay. these two people. It's no question why they love right. each other. Right, like Love and Basketball, top tier. I don't care what no one says. That's a top tier romance movie. I don't care about I don't care. Because it's always a hot button. On, for that one. I know. It's always People a hot like button it. on Twitter when it comes up. I Sure, whatever. You don't have to like it. But it, <laughs> I love that movie. It's a classic. And y'all need to shut up. <laughs> and y'all need to shut up. Y'all need to okay. shut up. Um, however, I don't feel like th- that way about this film. Um, I think I mentioned it to you like before watching it. I thought it was way too long. Um, yeah, I do. I re- I feel like they could have cut a good. I'll be gen- like, I won't be like ridiculous because the movie's only ninety minutes. It's not like yeah, it's it's a if standard. You cut anything off for of ninety no, minutes, it's a short. <laughs> I, they could have cut like twenty twenty five minutes off of this movie. Um, I feel like they- conversely. I think they were just missing some plot. I think Maybe they had the right amount of time, but they didn't do enough with it. I, that's probably it, too, because I feel like they, I don't think they showed us, maybe it's because they didn't show us enough of, I guess, like, their actual, like, relationship when they actually got together. So they had, like, their little montage 
And we find out after the montage they had been together for only eight months at that point. But, you know, you see them on the couch eating popcorn and being cute at the park, mm-hmm. on the swings, having, like, double date night with her married friends, you know, feeding each yeah. other food, all the cute stuff. And then it kind of ends, and then we get to, like, the breakup. So it's like, okay, yeah. but that was, like, five minutes of the movie. I also, I think because the movie focuses too much on, like, it puts too much importance on romantic relationships, mm-hmm. we didn't get to see the very active outside of, like, romance life that she had. Like, she starts writing a book in the last 30 minutes, and then uh-huh. in the end, she has a finished book. Right. It would have been helpful to explore how she grew along with trying to explain these concepts on love, like how she, you know, Mm. was writing this book and found herself throughout this. It would, I think, doing more with that because stretching out this romance with this man, which didn't strike very deeply with me, Uh (laughs) it just didn't fill up the time. It didn't. And I, even like with her on the topic of writing a book, that was also just like tied to the relationship. It's like he was the one who mm-hmm. kind of like who pushed her like, quote unquote, and was like, I believe in you. You should go for your dreams and write this book. And then we don't hear about it anymore. And then like her brother comes back mm-hmm. to town. He's like, Karina, you're talented. Forget what dad thinks. Blah, 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 blah. Write your book. And then we don't hear about the book anymore. Yeah. And then we're at the end of the movie. And she has his book done. And then we done. see the book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she's an authoress. Yeah, she's an authoress at the, at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's that. The, the story itself, what the, what the story was saying about romance, I fundamentally disagree with mm-hmm. as a gay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but on, on a technical note, I, there were some shortcomings that fell almost completely on the director and not uh yeah and now we know why that, uh cuz now we know why now we know why <laughs> the the first thing i want to know is the audio yeah the audio's not good <laughs> yeah. the mics are either too far away or they just they're not set right mm-hmm. and it is missing ambient tracks when they're in a restaurant it's dead silent mm, that's <laughs> like a good note like you note. can't hear like that you know there's thousands of ambient white noise restaurant yeah. noise tracks on the internet and they didn't use any of them Ooh, um, that's poor editing too come on yeah yeah there was just a lot of that and then there was a similar problem from what we were talking about in 24 hour love where all the shots were too tight maybe the uh-huh. set what didn't have a lot of budget maybe not that could yeah i know yeah that's a good point it's i think you mentioned it it's all very like square head on we don't, yeah they don't and i think we also mentioned this in 24 hour love too they don't the actors aren't using a lot of like their bodies to act mm-hmm. it's more it's facial expression it's, it's like they words don't have room. yeah they don't have any room to do that that's a good point and i've seen jordan calloway act he can act he can act you know? look little killmonger is killing it on black lightning because yeah he's given us the acting i think the actors and i think the the script was solid for a rom-com Yes. And the actors elevated it even more. Mm-hmm. And the directing is where things fell short. And the next movie I watch, written by Yvette Nicole Brown, I want to see. I I am hoping she can get with a better director. A better director, yeah. It's just like a man to hold you back. Just like- <laughs> <laughs> That's not in my notes. I just said oh, that. <laughs> Ooh, you know what I, I the best note I have I saved it for last before uh-huh. we get into you know our verdicts. Yes. 
this is a Nollywood movie. You know, <laughs> did she go to like two different African weddings or was it just the one African wedding when they just pound with the drum scene? At it, the was, end? it was one African wedding, uh-huh. but the first wedding had a tacky pattern suit. So it made you think. Oh. But no, it was one African wedding mm-hmm. and she just got diverse friends. You know, she got a friend that's marrying a Nigerian. Yeah. But no, the premise of this is perfect for a Nollywood movie. I, I, you know what? I could see this, you know, I'm getting my hair braided. And this would come on in the shop and mm-hmm. the ladies are like, you know, have you seen this? I'm like, no, nah, I don't really watch Nollywood for real, but I'm gonna watch it today. Yeah. I could see that coming <laughs> on. <laughs> Yvette Nicole Brown accidentally wrote. An American Nollywood movie. Wow. And I think that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I will say, though, like, I guess just some of my favorite parts of the the parts that I did enjoy of the movie, which kind of just comes out for me in general. One, like, the friendship. I did like uh, her and her, like, best friend who's married, like, their friendship. That was cool. Like, she had to give her friend had to give Karina, like, the come on, girl, like, you beaut and you thick, like, the whole speech, like, stop doubting (laughs) yourself, like, go get your man, whatever. That was cute to see, or just, you know, you have to have the funny sidekick friend. We had her in there. The wild friend who was just ready to, like, go up on any occasion, including her own wedding, which we saw. That was crazy. Turn up. Yeah. Turn up. <laughs> um, so that was probably my favorite part of the film is Karina and her friends yeah. and them just talking about how fine and articulate this man is because those are uh, yeah. the requirements for marriage. <laughs> I have a throwaway line that I want to sneak in here. Yeah. When they went to some French boutique, the lady said, Mademoiselle, Mademoiselle Jenkins. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I want to shout out my first uh, crush on a professor at Howard, Professor Jenkins. Wow. <laughs> I want to shout her out, and I hope she's having a good day. Well, shout out to you. Pro- <laughs> I, I never professor. had Professor Jenkins for Spanish. I had, what's his name? Uh, Manny. He was, I think he was Colombian. Or him. I don't he, um He was an actual artist, like an actual, like. Uh, <laughs> oh, um, Bernie Barella. Bernie Barella, him. Uh, but mm-hmm. I didn't have no crush on him. He wasn't that good. All right, so we're going to come back a uh, quick break, and we're going to come back give the verdict and whether y'all should watch it on our mini-sode here. Let's do it. All right, we're back, and we're going to give the verdict on this one. You know, Sydney, you you always you always love your, your wrapping-up thoughts on these. You want to yeah. kick us off on this one? All right, I guess I'll start uh, with my, just how I frame my verdict. So starting off with uh, my favorite <laughs> a segment that we have, who came to act? Yes. Who was it? <laughs> who did it? Who put on their acting shoes and said, you know what? I'm going to show y'all what I got. Who mm-hmm. did it? In this film, I'm going to give it to, drum roll, mm-hmm. I'm giving this to Mr. Jordan Calloway. I think he okay. was the I think he was the best actor in this movie. No, well, not the best actor, but he really showed us his acting chops in this movie. And you know, people think you're gonna give it to one of the lead characters. And he technically was a lead character. I love Karina's character. I think she was great, but she didn't, you know, she didn't like give me the mm that I was looking for. I got that yeah. mm. Make him say, uh, uh, no, 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 no. Jordan. <laughs> All right. Oh, I, you yeah. know, I think that it's usually this is the part where I accept your nomination. Uh-huh. I have to, I, I cannot accept this nomination. You can't accept my nomination? I cannot. Who do you think came to act? 
honestly, the Who Came to Act Award, it is, it is a high, high mark for the acting community. And I don't think anybody acted enough to get it this, <laughs> in this film. And that's not, everybody did good, but yeah. nobody, nobody stood out to me. Nobody stood out to you? Only, yeah. The only scene that made me um, want to say, okay, I, he, he's really trying here. He is really going for it. Was the, their final, their, um, like, their final, like, I guess their reconciliation, where he's, like, sitting on, like, her building steps, and she's coming in after this 15th or 16th wedding, whatever number it is. And he's like, how was the wedding? And, you know, they're going, <laughs> she turns around, just, oh, my God, you know, gives, like, the full thing in her face. He's back. I have another chance with my man. Here we go. And then he's like, okay, Karina, promise. I want to ask you something very, very important. And he's enunciating the important. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then he goes, will you not marry me? And then she goes, oh, my God, yeah. Wait, what? Not. And he goes, yes. Will you not marry me until you know for certain that I love you? flaws and all and he goes to this whole monologue blah, 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 and then we fast forward <laughs> and they're together so that scene is what carried me over to giving mr jordan calloway my nomination i understand that and it sounds like you was in your feelings when yeah. <laughs> this does not sound objective <laughs> i thought that that little monologue was well written yeah. i so um if anything, I think if I was going to nominate anybody, I think that Nicole Brown did, did the best. Granted, she wrote it, so she wrote that specifically for herself, for herself the role right. she was in. But um, she didn't but have much screen time. About, she did it, but if you want to talk about enunciation and like okay. really coming into a character, mm-hmm. I think she did a good job. But okay. I've seen her act better, yeah. and I've also seen Jordan Catway act better than he did in this movie. So That's true. He is phenomenal, as we have said. As we got well, nominations. We got nominations. Nobody wins the award to me. Okay, well that's fair. We could nominate you, but like this time <laughs> around, um, the Rona's out anyway, so we had to cancel the Oscars. So you did you couldn't mm-hmm. even accept the award. So really blame this on the Rona. So it's not yeah. really our fault. <laughs> <laughs> All but, right. Yeah. Overall, um, I think I said it earlier. I thought the movie was too long. And that just kind of turned mm. me off to it. And maybe because I just thought they should have spent more time showing us the relationship itself and watching it grow or fall apart, whatever is going to happen. It just happened so quickly to me. And in yeah. that quick time, you didn't have to drag out so many of these different scenes that for me didn't do anything for the plot, move it anyway, move it anywhere, or like even just add to what the story is about. I wasn't, wasn't feeling that for real. Um, so mm-hmm. I didn't hate this movie, but I also didn't love it. So, I don't. I guess I'm just. I'm indifferent. I I didn't. I. You would not watch it again. I would not watch it again. And I watched it the oh. first time, and I was drinking on a little wine. So you know, I was having a great time by myself. But I I don't want to do this again. Uh-huh. That's my verdict. <laughs> you know, my verdict. I'm once again. I'm much more gentle on it. I think most of the issues in this movie come from a rift between. The writer and the director. Mm-hmm. I don't think either of them wanted to make the movie that the other was trying to make. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and with that being said, I absolutely want to see more movies from Yvette Nicole Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless of my personal feelings about her, <laughs> <laughs> about um, her as a person. <laughs> yeah, because I think the movie was well written. Um, but the like you said, the pacing issues. That's mostly 
that has to do with directing choices. And mm-hmm. I don't think she got a chance to really have as much say in that as she, she should have. Mm-hmm. Um, I, of course, I do not relate to this because I don't think I will feel this way at 29 about needing to be married. Yeah. But Same. I have a 29-year-old sister who is single and, you know, ready to settle down. Uh-huh. And she didn't like the movie very much either. So See? It's not <laughs> I, of the times. It's not reflective I just of the said, times. Maybe it's not for me, but... It's yeah. not for the exact demographic that it's about it's either. So. This movie was written for women who are already currently married and who probably felt like mm. this, you know, 20 years ago when they were 29. This is not, ah. this movie was not written for actual, as they say, millennials at the beginning of the film. This was not written for us. Yeah. It's a little out of touch. Yeah. But the thing is, I think it's an easy popcorn movie. Um, So I, while I don't think I'll watch it again, I... I would rec if you are as big into rom coms as me and Sydney, mm-hmm. I would recommend give this movie a watch. E- and especially if you're a fan of Event Nicole Brown. Yeah. Give the movie a watch. Yeah. It needed a sex scene also, but it was a Jesus movie. It I did. want to see Jordan okay. Calloway's book. Yeah. I didn't know if you were gonna bring it up or not. It did, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> so don't hold your breath for that when you watch yeah, it. Just, yeah, we didn't see no cakes. It's okay. <laughs> no cakes. All right. Well, <laughs> thanks for tuning into our mini sode on Always a Bridesmaid. Sid, uh, could you tell us about our socials? Yeah, make sure to keep following us, guys. We've been getting some really great engagement. I'm hoping you're enjoying the content. So follow us on Instagram and Facebook at New Chitlin Circuit, and you can reach us on Twitter at TNCCPod. And again, that's Chitlin for our Instagram handle spelled C-H-I-T-L-I-N. So check us out there. Absolutely. Um, We're available, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. And if they got a five-star scale to click, you go ahead and click that five stars. Five star, five star, five star. Five star. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank y'all, and we hope y'all stay safe. Stay safe. Keep washing them hands.